大家好 It's hello everyone in Chinese I'm Yang Gaowu This is my first time doing a podcast in English which is very interesting and challenging for me In fact, I originally planned to make a video uh, when I discuss this idea with the group members They all think a podcast related to Chinese, Ch- Chinese culture is better than a video about the Chinese teach American to speak Japanese. So I changed the plan and get this podcast. In this episode, I'm going to divide it into two parts. In the first part, I will briefly introduce eugenics in China, which is what we often say one-child policy. In Chinese, 独生子女政策. The second part is like some small stories. I will, share, I will share with you how my family resists this plan. China has lots of people. There are 1.4 billion people in China right now. I come from Wenzhou, a city of 10 million people. It's not a big city and it's not a small city. So, in China, in 1970, China had 500 million people, but 400 million people were born in the next decade. So, the Chinese government began to think about how to control the population growth rate. The Chinese government has used the most extreme method in the world to directly limit the population. This is one-child policy. One-child policy, simply, since 1980, a family has only allowed one children. The government can use all methods they want to use to stop you birth the second children. Usually, after the first children is born, women are required to be sterilized by tubal ligation. The government can force you have an abortion if you already have your first children. <laughs> I mean, if you passed all the barriers and secretly have the second children, you will be fine, and the amount of the fine is not fixed. I remember my mom told me uh, she paid $10,000 in 1997. If you don't pay the fine, your children cannot have insurance, cannot go to school, and cannot have a government-issued ID card. There is no way but you can pay for it. By the way, women lost government job after they has have a second children. My mom uh, was work for the government and she lost the government's work after she gave birth to me. But she's still allowed to go to private privacy uh, privacy company. Of course, there are some essence in the one-child policy. If you not hand group people, you have a good chance 
of allowing the second children. However, 92% people in China are hand group. And if your first children is disability, you are allowed to have the second children. This is kind of one child policy. And、uh, this policy was completely abolished in tw- 2015.、Uh, everyone is allowed to have the second children after 2015. Next, I want to share some small story to you. My mom has been working in the government before birth me. She always wants a second children. My sister also wants a younger brother. My mom discovered that she was pregnant in 1997. They were very happy and thought this was a gift from God. My mother knows one child policy very well, and she is afraid, afraid, afraid that I will be discovered and required. An abortion. She twisted her foot and she was really happy because she could not go out and she, she can avoid the eugenic commitment. At that time, the government built the eugenic committee. The eugenic committee had very big power. For example, if my mom is reported to be pregnant, They can go directly to my house and send my mother to a hospital. My mom told me that there was、uh, one accident. It's really closed.、Uh, she told me there were staff from the eugenic committee to come to our house and chat with my mom because my mom was a government worker, because my mom was working for government. And she, my mom just lying in the bed and、uh, take a lot of clothes or anything else. And、uh, they, she was very lucky. And finally, my mom went to the hospital and gave birth to me under my grandfather's help. My grandfather is a doctor. Another story is come from my mother's sister, my aunt. My aunt also gave birth to two children. She used a rare method. He faked a disability certificate. After some confirmation from the government,、uh, she was allowed to have the next baby. I'm not familiar with the details of this, st- this matter. I guess my grandfather helped her. Uh, in some way, but I'm not sure about it. The next story c o m e from my, my aunt, also my aunt, my another, another aunt. My aunt,、uh, my another,、uh, sorry, my another aunt left the second children in 2008. In that time, the one child policy was a little bit different. So, If you find to be pregnant, you can just、uh, quit your work and keep the children. When you birth these kids, you just pay the fine. So 
you will not do be required to go to hospital for abortion. But actually, he, she used another method. She went to Hong Kong to have the second children. The children born in Hong Kong are not counted in the one child policy. Uh, this is a pretty smart street, it's no smart plan, and a lot of people use that in you know, maybe 2005 to 2010. The downside is that children can only go to private school. Uh, no, they are not allowed any kind of government insurance, I guess. This is what I want to say. This is a this is something happened in my family and also in China. It's a horrible policy. Uh, I mean, this is something most Americans don't know about it. It's a little bit heavy topic. But it's something I want to share with you and uh, something worth to listen or talk. Uh, even, you are chi- even if you are Chinese, you only know this policy when you go to high school. I'm really afraid our next generation don't know what it is because it's already canceled. They don't know why the grandmother has brothers, sisters. He has brothers and sisters, but their parents don't. They don't know that grandma is taking great risks to give a birth. My family is lucky. They only paid money. Honestly, I can't even imagine the person who failed to birth next kids. We all have, we all have, no, our own idea about this policy. We all know birth is human rights. Maybe improve education, medical, and um, uh, medical levels. Maybe family planning are all good ways to reduce the birth rates. I mean. For me, personally, I made this podcast for two reasons. The first reason is that the Chinese government still don't have a complete plan for compensation. We still have to think a way to make up those people who, ha- who have experienced this. It's something important and it's some history we don't want our kids to forget. Another reason is when I was little, my teacher always said you need to study hard. Your family give up a lot because of you. So, of course, I have no idea about it. I just asked my mom why. My mom told me these little stories, and uh, I don't understand in that time. But I understand something else. Sometimes you just have to talk with your parents or your friends or your teachers and you will have always find something that will surprise you. So I'm willing to share something surprise me to you. Thank you very much for listening to this podcast. And it's my first time. I wish you enjoy this story. Uh, see you next time. And I teach you one Chinese. 谢谢. It means thank you.